0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: On this episode of Big Boys Don't Cry, we discuss the 2005 film Just Friends. You do not have to have seen the film to enjoy the podcast. And usually at this point we say, well, if you do, then uh, you haven't seen it, there'll be spoilers and whatever. But in this case, we say really don't watch the film because it's awful. But do listen to us talking about it. He's a big red cherry. He's jolly and hairy. Everyone's laughing, but he doesn't care. He stays cool. Ain't he cute? The man in the Santa suit. Oh, I can. Oh, there you are. I thought I was looking at your ceiling for a second.
0: Oh, can you see me? Do you want to, do you want to like, see my ceiling? My exciting ceiling?
1: Always. Yeah, look at that.
0: What an amazing ceiling.
1: Love a good ceiling.
0: Yeah, 100%. Welcome to the ceiling cast, everyone. We Hello. talk about
1: Hello. things that have high and low ceilings. Like yes, we were talking about exactly. pizza before, right? Low floor, yes, high precisely. ceiling.
0: Exactly, exactly. Um, what, what else fits that category? Uh, i I think it's tricky with foodstuffs because you think of things like burgers and hot dogs, and you can have a very bad burger or hot dog yeah can't you
1: hot dog hot dog hot dog um <laughs> yeah, like if you get a burger where the bun is burnt, that is so unpleasant Ooh, have you yeah. ever had that
0: or where you don't have the right um the right fraction of burger to bun. Either there's too little bun or there's too much bun. Yeah, it happens and all the can time. Ruin the whole experience.
1: When you buy like, burgers from the supermarket and buns from the supermarket, the buns, unless they're like proper bap sized rolls that are actually a bit smaller, they're massive. And then <laughs> you get the tiny burgers. They look fine in the packet, but then you cook them and then they like, halve in size somehow. Well, that's the
0: thing. You get shrinkage because of the natural cooking and then the reduction of, of, um, of moisture. Yeah. Um which then makes your burgers look like little little wrinkly ball bags.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then half of what you're eating is just bun. Yeah, maybe with a yeah. bit of salad and cheese if you've been lucky.
0: Salad, honestly, salad in a burger, get the fuck out of here.
1: Seriously, you, you don't you don't fuck with that.
0: No, I will make some exceptions. So if I'm doing a fancy burger, rocket leaves in the bottom, golden, nice. Um, or if you're doing a chicken burger, so, you know you're you're you're. You're, um you're you're making a nice batter for your for your chicken at home maybe a few spinach leaves in the bottom that always goes down very well or again rocket depending on how peppery the actual spice blend is really good but lettuce adds nothing it's just a just a bit of rubbery flavorless water in the middle it's of it's to burger. make
1: you feel like you're not killing yourself with all the cholesterol I, and fat
0: <laughs> i don't need to feel that I'm quite happy. I'm quite content with the knowledge that I'm destroying myself. The other day, I made burgers with a nice truffle mayo, truffle and black pepper mayo, um, cured bacon, cheese, in a nice brioche bun. Did I put any lettuce leaves in it? Did I fuck?
1: (laughs) See, I like a bit of mixed salad in there. Yeah, chuck
0: it all in. Why not? Nah, bit a bit of rocket leaf. Some you need something with actual flavour. That's the thing. Is what's the point of adding something in that doesn't add any flavour and doesn't add any interesting texture? It is worthless. <laughs> no, no time for it. No time for it. <laughs> um, although I, I I do think in a chicken burger there is a there is a difference where I think some fresh leaf does actually do well. But like I said, spinach or um, or rocket. Again, you want some actual flavour to it.
1: I don't fuck with spinach
0: you don't like spinach
1: no spinach is grim in all forms spinach is the (laughs) devil's vegetable
0: i thought that was dill for you
1: no dill dill's the devil's herb
0: devil's devil's herb so if i if i made you a nice uh spinach and feta frittata with dill it would be the worst thing would that is
1: my worst (laughs) (laughs) name.
0: we should we should do we should do some episodes about the foods that we hate I don't yeah. I, and the thing is I don't hate salad in things like burgers. I just think I'm going to make you a burger that's all salad. That's <laughs> just a salad sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> um like like in other in other circumstances salad totally cool, no problem with it. Um one of my favorite meals in a restaurant is there's a really great vegetarian and vegan place down in Brighton called Food for Friends and they I don't know if they still do but they used to do this amazing mango salad um with um I think with halloumi and cashews. And oh, it's gorgeous, absolutely Is it gorgeous. It's made by
1: a mango pirate.
0: Made by a mango pirate who's in love with a what was the mango in love with in the movie we came up with the other week? Whatever, whatever <laughs> it was. But oh, Mwah. I can't remember. I very rarely go Mwah, for food, but it's beautiful. But yeah, when you're making a burger, you got your burger. What's the point of the salad in a burger? A
1: no chef's point. kiss. You
0: did. I did a chef's kiss. I don't
1: know Mamma mia, that, like that's
0: a nicer burger. That's a nicer salad.
1: I am a chef.
0: So have you caught up with the most recent Mandalorian episodes?
1: No, I've still only seen the first two from the first season. <laughs> this, is, this is what happens. You need to But I'm over. about to have three weeks off work, so it could happen.
0: Just spend those three weeks, no sleep, just watching things that you need to watch.
1: Yeah, That's I'll be caught up on all, all popular culture. The Queen's Gamble, I'll do that one. Yeah. What else? What else? Yeah. Chess. Chess is cool.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's actually very good. I enjoy that show. Um, yeah. We finished watching it. It is rather good.
1: Cool. I do um, like chess. I really enjoy I like chess. chess. I haven't I like been chess. playing recently. We should play online chess.
0: Yeah, but then the thing is, I played a lot of chess, but then I was also a massive geek, so I played Warhammer. And Warhammer's <laughs> like chess, but with. <laughs> Space robots and monsters.
1: Yeah, lizard chess. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. It's a level above. Level above chess. Um, yeah. no, I, I do like chess, but I've not played it in years. And I dread to think how bloody awful I am at it now.
1: I used to play against my friend Paul at work every week in my old job before when we were in offices and we didn't have to avoid each other. And he would beat me every week.
0: Uh, see, that's the thing is chess. Chess is a hard game, man. I used to play it a lot, but yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things where i I dread to think how rusty I'd be now.
1: So no to online chess.
0: No to online chess. But what we should do is is reinstate um, when we can our Stargy Valley farm, yes. which I don't know if we've talked about on this podcast before.
1: I don't know if we have. Sexy boy farm.
0: Yeah, sexy boy farm.
1: I, a non-gamer, have done some online gaming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have so myself our good friend of the podcast Roger Rob Rod Sherman, Roger Sherman. <laughs> um Rob Rod Sherman uh, and 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 my good friend Paddy here we we do online farming so we walk around and we do little quests in our cute little farm village and we grow parsnips and it's wonderful
1: it is wonderful it's so soothing i love but it but what
0: we sh- what we could do is do you know the game among us no so it's it's the, the hottest game at the moment. And it's this really fun little online game that costs about three quid. Um, and basically what you do is it's a bunch of people on a spaceship or on like a little space laboratory. And there's two people among them are the imposters. And it's basically like the thing. So they are then killing the other members of the crew and it's this really cartoonish little game it's these cute little tic-tac looking motherfuckers running around and you've got to try and work out who the imposters are before they kill everybody
1: sounds good it's
0: it's it's really really fun yeah it costs about three pound um and it's hilarious and everybody everybody loves it at the moment it's been been all over the shop so it actually came out back in 2018 and didn't really make a lot of of splash but all of a sudden this year it's become this hugely popular thing um so yes among us if anyone wants to get in on it drop us a message we'll set up a little among us party that sounds great um yeah i'll will send you a link we'll, uh, we'll 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 get playing we'll yeah, get playing let's do it
1: you know um, what else came out to little fanfare at the time it was released
0: <laughs> is it just friends
1: <laughs> the film just friends 2005 Although it feels so, like it's from centuries ago, might as well be from the Victorian era. It is so weirdly and horribly dated.
0: So I was going to say right off the bat, could I say how much I fucking hate this film? But this film, you've, you've is already established shit. it. More. We're not burying the lead here. This film is fucking awful, and I hate it. And I absolutely never want to see terrible.
1: It again. Potentially the worst we've ever done. I think. Yeah. Can we say so that we, we would?
0: we were talk- i think we could say that we've talked a little bit about that in terms of films with saving graces and no <laughs> we compared like,
1: it to baywatch didn't we which i scored yeah. very low you i yeah. think it, were a little bit nicer to it but still agreed that it was shit but that yeah, at that, least had the rock in it didn't he punch a shark in it or something there was, <laughs> there's bits there like was some that, good moments there?
0: Yeah, there's some there's some vaguely entertaining moments in that movie. I think there's some explosions here and there, so it gets a pass yeah. from that perspective. But this movie... Is Zac Efron the...
1: being a boob on a yacht. You know, there's, <laughs> it was <laughs> not good, like? but that was kind of acceptable. I don't think yeah. any film with The Rock in it can be truly bad, can it?
0: No, no. But what I would say about Just Friends is that this is one of the most cruel and non-deliberately cynical dude bro rom-coms i've ever seen in my life yeah like this is a a vile film with no redeeming features with no thematic significance and some of the most dislikable characters i think i've ever seen in a movie
1: everyone in this film is an asshole as we (laughs)
0: said (laughs) in the text so so the only thing that you know, um, and I, this this calls back to our, our creative writing courses that we did our, our MA, um, where in which we mostly these...
1: studied the number of assholes you can have in your <laughs> film or novel before it becomes problematic.
0: Yeah, well, well. In fact, there is a, a lesson that I'll always take from that is that even if your main character is evil, you still make them. More supportable than the other evil people in the work that you're doing, and and there's loads of examples of that working incredibly well. So I, I remember that uh, that our um, uh, our lecturer used The Godfather as an example, where you know you've got these awful people. But you've got a main character that has more redeeming qualities and is more charismatic. It's the same with Scarface. Um, more recent examples is, have you ever watched the show You on Netflix?
1: No. What's that which about? Is,
0: which is very fun, where um, Pen Badgley, the man with the fake name. Oh, that guy. Um, he, uh, that made-up guy. <laughs> that made-up guy. He um, is a creepy stalker and... The show is about him being a creepy stalker and trying to romantically seduce these women (laughs) that he's stalking. And he is an awful human being, but it works because he's got this charisma to him that just makes it really enjoyable to watch. And there's all of these other flawed characters around. So you kind of get wrapped up in the whole story. Um and whereas this movie, your main character is still probably the worst character, or maybe not. The The other love rival is maybe a little bit worse. I was looking he...
1: through other films that we've covered, just for examples of, you know, difficult characters. And I, I was looking at Midsommar. It's like, <laughs> main girl watches her boyfriend get burnt alive in a bear costume at the end of the film. Spoiler alert. But she's still a much better and more sympathetic character. Than anyone in this film.
0: (laughs) Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, And that's the perfect example of, you know, awful things happen in that movie that maybe could have been prevented. But still, the people, most of the people that are the victims in that movie are assholes. So you still kind of enjoy the spectacle of it all in a way, in a very grim way. Whereas here... i mean we we talked about the one character that's enjoyable to watch in this movie and she's still an asshole, but yeah um but she's enjoyable and maybe we'll talk about th- that in a little bit but maybe we should just set the scene here yeah with, with a, i do a i do want to
1: talk about her but yeah, yes yeah, S- definitely. set the scene
0: so ryan reynolds this is at the height of ryan reynolds being a snarky dick so i i really i love ryan reynolds
1: um i don't after him. this
0: in, well yes, but he in certain My things. My estimation I really of him like has him.
1: genuinely plummeted after watching this film.
0: <laughs> and the problem is that this is the kind of movie that he was making back then that is really shit. So things like Van Wilder. Um I never saw you know, that. Is is that is not a good movie. But then he did things like Waiting as well. Um and this came out the same this came out the same year as that. Um but it's before things like Adventureland, where I think people watched Adventureland where he was playing a dick, but it was deliberate and you recognize the kind of tragedy of it all. Um, and then, you know, he went on to be in more serious things like safe house um, and then on to eventually, obviously Deadpool, which was kind of a breakout success and, and really showcased his, his, um, his abilities as, as a comedic actor, at, maybe at their best really in that snarky position. But back at the time, this is an era where, comedies focused on snarky men were some of the most toxic things around regardless of their audience and and i think it's fair to say that this film is probably primarily aimed at a female audience um in terms of its focus but it's it's this incredibly cruel vindictive human being at the centre of it. And a lot of them male Primarily aimed movies... at women
1: so it can tell them how much it hates them. And well, yes, bad. exactly.
0: Exactly. But, like, I, I think th- these kind of movies at the time, um, you had a few standouts that really were different and the, that had maybe not progressive ideas, but at least interesting things about, about you know, gender roles in relationships and things like that and and actually had some heart to them but a lot of them fell into this character this category of cynical dick grows one percent of a heart that makes everything fine the end and and that just seemed to happen over and over and over again with the male-centric rom-coms of the era and he gets um, and this is, with a nice girl and and this is like the one of the worst examples of it i i i cannot believe that this movie exists I cannot believe that this
1: movie exists and also that it has somehow come on to Netflix now. Somebody thought, yeah, we'll have that. We'll put that into our (laughs) catalogue. Someone has put that in now rather than letting it fester and disappear and rot in hell as it should be doing.
0: And this movie, I think, is vaguely well known because it has 105,000 ratings on IMDb. Good
1: grief. What's the score?
0: Uh, The the score is incredibly depressing. It's six point two out of ten. What? Yeah. Um, How? (laughs) Which is just really horrible. Sometimes
1: Um, I think people have low expectations of these kind of films, don't they? So when they rate them, they just like aren't they don't have high expectations, do they? People just people just go in and they're like, well, it's something to pass the time, isn't it? It's not high art. It's not something that's supposed to be good. But it's funny because often things that are unfunny, people tend to find very objectionable and rate quite badly. And this film is extremely unfunny. So I don't know what the hell people are thinking.
0: I think people are idiots and they think it's funny when it's not. Um, But Baywatch, for example, has a score of 5.5 out of 10 on there. Well, there you go. um, Which is still far too high. (laughs) But... Um, and, and this, this movie is point two lower than a fantastic movie that I watched yesterday called Possessor. Um, do you know Possessor?
1: No. This is recent. It, it is.
0: It's like a sci fi horror movie, um, directed by Brandon Cronenberg, who's the son of David Cronenberg. Oh. Um, and basically, in the near future, people can basically, take over your mind so they get kidnapped they get shit injected into them and then there's someone who basically puppets their body in order to carry out assassinations of high profile people um, and so that's a really horrible concept and it's much more horrible in the movie than even that makes it sound and it's one of the most viscerally uncomfortable movies i've watched in a while that still manages to maintain a really compelling plot um really hypnotic really amazing basically everyone in the horror community and in the sci-fi community saying yo this is really good and it's kind of the way that i describe it is what if inception was made for fucked up people like me <laughs> and and that's kind of where it stands and i loved it and that's got a rating of 6.4 on imdb Point 0.2 higher than this piece of shit that we had to watch for. i'm
1: last. genuinely outraged at this score
0: like but why? What the fuck? What the fuck? The Metascore is relatively low. So if you look at the Metacritic rating, it's at forty-seven.
1: But I can't. Um, I looked up, and I can't really find any critics eviscerating this either. I didn't search for whether Mark Kermode had torn it a new one, but he probably has. But like, I, <laughs> I,
0: I imagine so. I can't imagine <laughs> but Mark I thought Kermode
1: there'd be lots of this. like negative reviews, and just I like, can't find anything. But you want to know the worst part? This, this is very, very pre, pre-digital, isn't it? Just Friends grossed $32.6 domestically and $18.3 in other territories for a box office total of $50.9 million. Doesn't say what the <laughs> budget is. This piece of shit film made $50 million.
0: That's wonderful. That's
1: I wish wonderful.
0: I was dead. <laughs> they should put that on the fucking poster. <laughs> Yeah, against the I wish the... I was dead, big boys.
1: <laughs> just put that on the fucking poster instead of Ryan Reynolds' face in the fat suit that's literally just like the first 5 minutes of the film. And yeah, then so it says movie... at the top, he loves her, she loves him not, which isn't really true.
0: No, it's um oh, this movie is such shit. <laughs> it really is. It's it's hard to talk about this in a very uh, intelligent structured way because every so often i want to talk about it and then i'll just need to say this movie is a piece of shit
1: (laughs) you start to get into it and then you're just like oh it's shit
0: yeah so so ryan reynolds he was fat and that's funny because he's wearing a fat suit yeah so when he was at high school he was fat and he had a crush on his best friend played by amy smart who's not fat no and but he was fat remember which is really funny he was fat
1: it's funny that he's fat yeah
0: and so he tried to say that she, he loved her, but it got picked up by the jocks at the school, and then who he read was his sad. diary out
1: in front of people, and it was funny.
0: And then he was sad, but also fat, so it's funny, yeah. It's so funny. He ran away. It's
1: okay to humiliate him because he's fat, and that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: You know, I mean, that's rule number one of comedy: fat people being humiliated is funny.
1: Yeah, um, of course,
0: for everyone.
1: That's why um, we always like to take the piss out of Winston Churchill. He was fat.
0: <laughs> exactly. That's why we take the piss out of him. Um, so, so he he fucks off after high school and he's like, I'm going to go make something of myself. And what he makes out of himself is a fucking arsehole. Um, <laughs> yeah. Literally
1: he, one of the worst assholes you've ever seen on screen.
0: He gets thin. He becomes a misogynistic piece of shit who treats women like dirt. Um, and he's in the music industry. Um, so he's got to then try and uh, sort of get Anna Faris on board with his record label. Um, Anna Faris plays Samantha James. She is a crazy woman who sings music and she is, I I suppose now's the time to talk about it. She is the only redeeming feature of this movie. Yeah. Um, she is this truly awful human being, this, this, this vapid star who thinks far too much of herself. Um, and is violent and aggressive and hates everyone, um, is constantly in a state of arousal as yep. well, which is really funny. So we're um, we doing the
1: horn section now. So the horn
0: This is the horn she's section. She's the horn I'm, section. So she is the horn section of
1: this movie. A one-woman um, horn section. Put that on the poster. Yeah.
0: yeah. One-woman one woman horn section <laughs> made us want to kill ourselves. Just Friends, 2005. <laughs> um, but she's genuinely hilarious because this movie has a problem where the small town of this film normally in a film like this you've got the big city guy who comes back to his small hometown and realizes that there's more there than just the small town that he escaped and it's the woman he loves but then it's also the community that doesn't happen here the community is fucking evil and awful and and just as depressing and vapid as la which i don't necessarily think they were going for but it is Definitely the case here. It's an awful town full of awful people. Um, and Anna, Anna Farris turns up. Their their plane gets has to land because she I can't remember she did something that made it have to do an emergency landing.
1: Yeah, I can't um, I can't even remember
0: something stupid happened and they have to emergency land in Jersey and they have to go back to his hometown. Um, so she's there and she's used to the high life. She in LA. sets the
1: plane on fire somehow.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but she's used to the high life in la she was planning to go to paris for, for christmas um but instead she's stuck in this bumfuck nowhere town um in which new she's jersey fu- which yeah, she's really. understandably furious about <laughs> um and and so every so often she does something to try and ruin christmas so it could be turning up to play some of her songs at a metal club and then starting a fight with the people there it could be destroying the entire external decorations of the family of Amy smart which is wonderful yeah um so or you've just fighting got this little, with her yes or fighting with her so you've got this little pocket of chaos that occasionally makes things interesting in this movie um it's which is great so yeah. Anna Faris, you get a pass we allow you yeah. to 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 you're you're exempt from the other shit that we say about this
1: i'm not gonna hold this one against her because she turned in a good performance
0: yes exactly so i i'd I'd quite happily watch a spin-off movie if they made a spin-off in 2007 of anna faris's character in this going to another small town and destroying easter and then they could do another one where they just where she destroyed labor day valentine's day halloween All over it. Make an entire, (laughs) like an entire Anna Faris in this movie cinematic universe where she just ruins small towns. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, where she just ruins small towns during festive periods. I'm all over that. Um, So yeah, so she gets a pass, but yeah, so, so he ends up in his hometown. And then he runs into Jamie Palomino, taking marks off no because one's that. her name is Palomino. That's nearly the name of our band, and I do yeah. not want to be associated with this movie in any way, shape, <laughs> or shape. She
1: spells way. it differently, but I still don't think that's a surname.
0: I don't think so either. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he runs into her and... No goes, one in New hey. Jersey is
1: called that anyway.
0: <laughs> and, and he goes, hey, I'm thin now. And she goes, hi, I work in the bar here, but I'm secretly a teacher. And then... <laughs> Right.
1: the like, way that that works is so weird it's like she's training <laughs> yeah. but has like kids who know her and stuff I guess that's fine you would work in a bar you're doing it but the way they play it is like yeah like it is a secret identity almost <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah I'm teacher woman but it's
1: I'm like so they want to a... have the idea of him being superior to her because she works in a bar but they also want to make her wholesome and kind of hometown-y in that way you were talking about. Where it's not like, oh, he sees the value of the good things and the nice people. But the only way they can do that is to like make her a teacher, but then not really do anything with it other than to use that as a crutch to find some kids to play a hockey match against him.
0: Yeah. Um, So it's very loose. It doesn't really work. And it adds zero to the actual (laughs) end experience of this film. Uh, But Amy Smart's trying. She's trying to be the sort of the hometown girl who's you know maybe breaking expectations by then trying to seduce him but it just really doesn't work so he basically he he tries his he was in the friend zone a thing that doesn't exist i think it doesn't exist
1: but this this film really wants you to make know that it does so much so that it feels the need to literally have one of the characters explain to you what it is because it hates you this film hates you (laughs) This film hates you and it wants you to know what the friend zone is so that you can know that you might be in it and then it can hate you some more.
0: Yeah. Oh, you're in the friend zone. You're, you've you been friends with her for too long. So now you're friends and you're not going to have sex. Friends oh, have no. lunch, yeah friends have lunch if you're in a relationship you don't eat during the day yeah that's how it works (laughs) nothing horny ever
1: happens at lunch
0: my my other half who by the way my other half refused to watch this movie because she remembered watching it when she was younger oh no basically said never again to me
1: i'm sorry that Um, she has seen it (laughs) i i didn't even broach this one with my wife i knew she'd hate it
0: (laughs) But I, I was really interested to hear how furious she would be about this film, though. So I'm slightly disappointed, although I am relieved that she does not have to have watched this because <laughs> um, it is extremely yeah. bad. Um, so, so, yeah, so he plays all of his all of his new negging moves on her where he's like, yeah, I've got a flash car and now I'm a cool guy and I can play hockey real good. I'm super yeah. cool. And yeah. after
1: every interaction with her, he rings up his asshole friend to be an asshole about her some more and be a misogynist. It's like what fucking century is it?
0: <laughs> yeah, after every every meeting they have, he, he talks like, of his friend. Hey man, I'm like, gonna
1: play it super aloof.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it cool now. Um, but then you've also got the the friend and then the female friend on the other side who both clearly know that they fancy one another. Um, not saying to the equal parts, like, dude, just chill out. She likes you as well. Just be yourself. Which I suppose would have stopped this movie from existing, which is yeah. a reason to hate them even more for not doing that, you know? Yeah. This cause... movie could have been 20 minutes long and that would have been much better because it wouldn't have wasted so much of my yeah, precious time. it
1: would have been a nice short film, you know? Although, yeah, if you strip guy... out all of the already really, what are you left with? Three to five minutes of Amy Smart singing songs on the guitar. <laughs> Oh no, um, exactly. Anna Faris. Uh, Anna friend.
0: Faris, yeah, yep. which I'd watch. I'd watch. I'd watch her do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so he tries that, but then they run across Dusty Dinkelman. the it's worst a funny person. name. He's got a funny name, yeah. Dink- alliteration Dink- and Dinkle. Um, Dinkle. But and and he's the worst person in this movie because.
1: And when he's a teenager, he's spotty. He's different. He to everyone else, and that's that, funny. Which is,
0: and he couldn't sing well and he couldn't play the guitar well, but now he can. And that immediately makes him a threat to yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Um But it turns out that he is also a believer in the cult of the friend zone. Yeah. Um, he's and also he's doing a pickup this, artist, basically. He's a pickup artist. And he is doing this as a means to get back at the women who shunned him by not wanting to have sex with him when he was younger. And spotty. And spotty. Um And consistently has been an awful human being which makes him slightly worse than ryan reynolds so you do have this one moment where you're like oh dear god ryan reynolds is not the worst character in this movie it's this guy dusty Dinkelman."
1: in my head ryan reynolds was the worst character just because he had so much screen time but i think <laughs> oh, yeah he right. is
0: he is there constantly um, his but, um,
1: Dickishness really just burns itself onto your brain doesn't it It permeates his like smug face being a smug ass <laughs> is just like on screen every 5 seconds
0: Yeah Every yeah, 5
1: exactly. seconds he's saying some new misogynistic mean-spirited shit and you're just like who are you? You're the worst person I've ever seen
0: Precisely Um yeah it's it's really awful Um but yeah Dusty is a, is worse He is worse Um just because he's, he's Ryan Reynolds, but at least Ryan Reynolds' character in this isn't calculating about him breaking people's hearts. So they're, they're yeah. almost exactly the same apart from that one point where, where, where Dusty is trying to do this to hurt people. Whereas with Ryan Reynolds, the hurting people is just fallout of him being a selfish arsehole.
1: <laughs> yeah. Either way, it's not good. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but at least one of them's not trying to do it. Either way, it's it's not something that's enjoyable
1: to watch on film, is it?
0: No, no, and it is not enjoyable. Um, And this is supposed to be a comedy. Did you laugh at any point in Mm. this movie?
1: I maybe went, ha, bitterly. (laughs) Just... (laughs) No, I I don't <laughs> think I laughed once.
0: Just bitterly letting out one laugh. Oh no 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 no, no no wait. Drinking. I had
1: to check my notes. I had to check my notes, I laughed very hard when he got a puck to the face.
0: I did not because it was shit. Um <laughs> it's really um it should have Do You don't feel fun. like
1: he really deserved it and it did actually show him getting full on hit in the face.
0: Mm, well, he did deserve it, but it just wasn't very entertainingly shot. It could have been funnier. Yeah,
1: you wanted that's more of another... a kind of pratfall. Or... And
0: that's another reason to hate it. I wanted more blood. I wanted to see teeth flying. I wanted to see him crying, the children around him emotionally scarred by his face being caved in by the puck.
1: Yeah. You um... wanted his face to be caved in, like in um, Midsommar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly, that's <laughs> what I wanted. I wanted that to be the end of the movie, and then the rest of it is just people distraught that this guy got killed playing hockey with children
1: he's just like dead on the ice and the kids are all watching him not saying anything
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly (laughs)
1: and it zooms out really slowly
0: yeah yeah so i would say there's a couple of moments that um that make me made me laugh a little bit but it was all around anna faris so there's the bit where they're in the bar and she's just shouting at ryan reynolds and he goes i'm busy yeah (laughs) <laughs> and then she goes, I'm busy too, stupid dick. <laughs>
1: yeah. Which is funny. Is and the way she it's... kept like just swearing at him and being horrible yeah. to him was funny.
0: Yeah. Um, but most of this movie is not. You've got the, the the rowdy brother versus brother scenes, which are basically just homophobia. Awful. Absolutely. Um, well,
1: we've, I was going to come on to the homophobia, but that is without a doubt the worst part of this film. Yeah. Like 2005, that's 15 years ago. Was Were people still really using, like, gay and homo as an insult then? And, like, it does it repeatedly as well. It does it once in, like, the first minute of the film, and then it just keeps coming back, and it's like, oh, come on. And that alone should be enough to preclude it from being on any streaming service right now because that is just, like, yeah, it's centuries-old humour that just should not be allowed because it's, like, awful and horrible
0: yeah it's, it's ridiculous and it feels so outdated it feels like something from the gross out dumb teen comedies that came a few years before it but let's remember like a that, tom green type film yeah well yeah and i think even tom green would probably be a little bit too absurdist to be so outwardly homophobic as this you know yeah um, even american
1: that, pie right no one in american pie calls someone a homo do they
0: i don't i don't I remember verify that,
1: that. but in, yeah. not in my memory
0: I don't remember that, but those kind of movies had that sort of element to it. But then if you're looking at the kind of contemporaries around this time, if you're looking at the, the other comedies that are really big, this is one year after Anchorman, for instance. Um, Yeah. You've you've got things like, I love, yeah, you've got things like Anchorman. You've got things like, um, uh, um, what's the one where they have a baby and it's, Seth Rowe. Knocked Up. I was going to
1: say, you mentioned earlier, you were saying that this was kind of the worst kind of bro humor comedy. And I thought that made me think of Knocked Up because we talked about that one before, didn't we? And that's a very bro film, isn't it? Where, you know, he's like taking the piss out of him about his tattoos and his beard and saying, Oh, did you get a lot of heat when you changed your name to Yusuf Islam and whatever and stuff like that. And it's like, it walks that line, doesn't it? Yeah. Some of the humor being a bit mean spirited, but ultimately, it gets across where there can be some good in showing camaraderie in you know kind of bro bro humor, and it is a fine line. But this kind of film is just like the the inverse of that, and it's awful because no one's yes, no know. one's having a good time. No one's having no. There are no friendships, are there? No one's enjoying themselves. <laughs> there,
0: are, there are no friends. There are only different people who hate each other and pretend that they don't. But yeah, knocked <laughs> up was only two years after this. And you think wow. about the the difference in in bro comedy between that point and the, and you know between the two points, is knocked up has its issues, and I think we talked about it when we when we yeah, saw the movie.
1: Um, I'll link to that episode in the show notes.
0: Yes, yeah, um, but this is just a whole other level of awful, just toxic bullshit, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. We we swear toxic. a lot, but I th- but I think it is entirely adequate.
1: It's absolutely justified. I was just looking yeah. at what else came out in 2005. You ready for this? Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, <laughs> which we've talked about. Yeah. Juice Bigalow, European jigolo. <laughs>
0: Which I saw is now on uh, Netflix.
1: That probably has it. some homophobia in it. I imagine. I'm, yeah. I haven't seen it, but I'm going to take a guess.
0: I'm going to. I reckon there's a ninety percent chance of homophobia in
1: there. It's got Rob Schneider on the on the front of the thing, and he's sitting in front of the Leaning Tower of Pisa. So it looks like it's his penis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, what more could you want? Very
1: music. Also, fuck Rob Schneider. He's an anti-mask, anti-vax dickhead. And, and also, actor.
0: I was going to say, he's <laughs> for a comedian, he's never been very funny, has he?
1: No. Um, so yeah, Juice <laughs> Bigelow, European gigolo. Um, this film, The Ringer, starring Johnny Knoxville. Isn't that oh like a massively God. horrible ableist
0: film? Yeah, he, he pretends to be um, differently abled to get into the special olympics yeah so maybe that is
1: worse than just friends who knows yeah
0: yeah that is a very bad i don't i i because i saw that at the cinema because my friends had a habit of turning up to the cinema not knowing what was on and then choosing something at random and the ringer was one of them and that is one of the worst movies i've ever seen in my life is it worse than just friends I can't remember We'd have um, to rewatch it to I answer really, that question. <laughs> I really don't want to rewatch it, but we'll see. Yeah. Um Yeah, so so we had Brokeback Mountain this year as well. Oh wow. All right. Um 40 year old Virgin was this year. And again, oh, that's, that's got the, bad. that's got the sort of male camaraderie thing going on, but it's maybe slightly better than this. I'd say there's more it's
1: not good, but it's definitely better than it's this. It's better than
0: this, isn't it? You know, but that, yeah. but that's what I mean. That's the kind of movie that this is standing alongside. Um,
1: wedding Crashers, same year.
0: Wedding Crashers. You've got Waiting, which was the the um, the other Ryan Reynolds movie that I was I was talking to you about, where they're, oh, they're yeah. working in a in a restaurant. Um, yeah, so you've got
1: <laughs> you've got Herbie Fully Loaded, of course. Uh, <laughs> Love between. Lindsay Lohan in a car.
0: Doom, love between the rock and shooting people. Very good. Um, yes, yeah, so it's it's not a great year for for oh, Elizabeth Town.
1: You like that one? Oh, there, I like
0: Elizabeth Town. Would you rather watch this or Elizabeth Town?
1: I'd rather watch Elizabeth Town than this, but Elizabeth Town <laughs> is also a bit of a film where everyone's an asshole apart from the guy who drums in the <laughs> Leonard Skinner cover band.
0: I mean, that's that, that does put it well above everything else, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, and House of Wax, starring Paris Hilton, was in two thousand five.
1: Oh I haven't seen that, but I've seen memes about
0: that. It is extremely good. We should watch it.
1: <laughs> yeah. But the point of all this is that there are a lot of probably quite bad and dated comedies that came out in 2005, but I really suspect that none of them are as homophobic and just generally awful as this.
0: Yeah, I don't know if Waiting is. Waiting might be. I don't remember Waiting very well. I've not seen it. But it's also a bunch of cruel young people working in a restaurant Um so yeah so that's something to bear in mind maybe it's (laughs) brian reynolds movies ryan reynolds and anna faris movies from 2005 are just a special portal of hell for the rest of us yeah um it is it is yeah it is not good so
1: this film there's a thing where like he says he's going to be the biggest pussy ever and he's going to be like mr rogers i'll have you know sir mr rogers was not a pussy. Mr. Rogers was one of the bravest people on this planet because he got out there every day and did his TV show and completely exposed himself and his beliefs and his kindness and he was completely open and honest with everyone. And that takes real balls.
0: That sounds like real fucking nerd bullshit. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I'm teaching kindness to children. You know, I should be teaching the children how to kick ryan reynolds in the shins
1: well yeah i i, I don't so disagree should, with that
0: kids should be kids should be harder they should stop teaching ideal, ideological purity to children about kindness and being nice to one another and we should teach them the cold hard truth that if you want to get ahead in life, you need to get rid of the bad people by any means necessary.
1: That's like why why the left a
0: puck to the face. <laughs> yeah, that's why left-wing politics is in such a dire state, is they're all like, oh, we've got to be pure and we've got to be kind. No, you say, this is what's important to us. If you don't believe in this, we're going to fucking throw you down a well. If, yep. if Jeremy Corbyn had stood on that policy, hey, don't believe in trans rights, we're going to throw you down a well. Don't believe it in been equality, we're going to throw you down a well. Wells for all bad people. Yeah. Then <laughs> then
1: You believe then trickle down be cool. economics works? Well get down this well and there's get gonna be some water well. trickling down on you.
0: Yeah. We need to look after the well being of the nation by throwing <laughs> all the robins down a well.
1: <laughs> That's good. That is so catchy. <laughs> I can't believe you're doing doing this for free and not getting paid hundreds of thousands of pounds.
0: Yeah. Uh, Aaron Bastoni do you want to set up a podcast with me? We can solve the left-wing political crisis. You yeah. just need to keep giving me money to do it.
1: Fully automated luxury <laughs> bullshit. That's, up. That's what the podcast could be called.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. I love it. Um, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> how did we get onto this? Oh, yeah. No, he's Mr. like, Rogers. I'm going to be Mr. Rogers. But please note that in that scene, he's still a complete arsehole. He takes him to go and see The Notebook. Yeah. And then he's a dick. <laughs> He's not a nice person in that scene. And at doesn't all. the
1: brother say that the notebook's gay? Oh, I'm sure Probably. he does. Yeah. He
0: says that he's a homo. Yeah, it's yeah, very it's, bad. It's awful. It should get in the bin. Get but the worst the part
1: is that this film doesn't even understand why the notebook sucks. It thinks that it sucks because it's mushy and romantic and it's being homophobic about it, but it really sucks because it's emotionally manipulative, as we discussed on our episode about The notebooks, the Notebook. So this film gets wrong why another film sucks. Like, how bad can you be?
0: <laughs> well, how, would you expect the people who made this movie to understand why movies suck? Oh. If they understood why movies sucked, they would not have made just friends. <laughs> this is true. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys who made this movie. Um, Roger so- Cumble. Which yep.
1: sounds like a character from the Mister Rogers Show, yeah, or, but or is actually it the was, guy who wrote Cruel Intentions. What yeah, the hell? He, he
0: wrote and directed Cruel Intentions, and then also um, did another movie that we've watched for this podcast. If you remember correctly, yeah, he did Falling in Love, which we did last year,
1: which was not great, but was not homophobic and hateful. So, no.
0: Um, he's also directed, and we've not watched it yet, but we must do um, after we collided, the sequel to After. Ah, okay. If you remember that piece of
1: shit. Oh God, I hated that film. I'd rather Brian watch Stephen. that than just Friends, though.
0: <laughs> I would as well, to be fair. Um, but yeah, and then um, written by uh, someone whose name doesn't sound like they're a character in the movie, um, Adam Davis, um, who has done other stuff a bit, so he's done some TV. um But this seems to be the sort of one big movie that he's done. Um, And it's not good. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) 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 Spring Break
0: Lawyer. (laughs) It sounds much more entertaining. It
1: sounds like the kind of shit we would make up. (laughs) (laughs) Not in a good way.
0: (laughs) Wizard Cop is much better than Spring Break Lawyer. (laughs) Genuinely, that's
1: the same level of film title, isn't it?
0: (laughs) Now, Spring Break Wizard, I think, has a lot more potential.
1: oh yeah adam driver's putting his guns down he's letting his hair down
0: he's letting his hair down he's got the wand out and he's got his magic wand if you know what i mean (laughs) um and he's he's out to party for spring break it's great um so this movie was although it seems as though idiots like this film still based on the the user score it didn't fare particularly well with critics um so it's it's had some pretty pretty damning reviews over the years um including yeah, yeah so so at least that's something you know um the, the 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 best of the lot i think is probably from um Roger Ebert um uh, there is <laughs> there is not a spark of chemistry between Chris and Jamie although the plot clearly requires them to fall in love Um, There is so much chemistry involved with the Anna Faris character, however, that she can set off multiple chain reactions with herself. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Yeah, which is good. So, yeah, it it didn't review well. It ended up with 47%, which is not great. Um, But some places did like it. That's still higher than I'd expect. Yeah, Variety liked it. The San Francisco Chronicle liked it. LA Weekly liked it. USA Today sort of liked it.
1: All of those um, writers should be struck off. <laughs> I say Boston... that as if writing about film is like, like being a doctor. You could be struck off the <laughs> medical register. But...
0: Struck off the credit register. The Boston Globe um, said that it is funnier than any low-rent rip-off if there's something about Mary has a right to be, um, which I completely disagree That's with. That's damning with faint praise, isn't it? Um, even then, it's not. It's It's much worse than most of the movies that knocked off There's Something About Mary, which is a movie that we've still yet to talk about, actually,
1: it's, isn't it? It is, yeah. And, yeah, to be fair, there were a lot of films doing that around this time. Yes, yeah. It was,
0: hey, you want to make some money? Make a movie that's a bit like There's Something About Mary.
1: Yeah. But um, not as horny.
0: No, no. And it's it it does have that kind of um, Farrelly Brothers feel to it, doesn't it, this film? But,
1: but yeah, like Farrelly... a shit version.
0: <laughs> Yeah, shit, the ersatz version of the Farrelly brothers with no heart at all, I think is probably the best way to describe it. It's fucking diabolical.
1: Yeah, there is um, zero heart. There is a husk yeah. at the centre of this film. And <laughs> it's the kind of film that is so bad that it makes you think, what was, where did this come from? Who came up with this? Who wanted to write this? And I guess it's Tex, Adam, whatever his name is. But, like, why did he write this? Like... And you you want to think that people are motivated by things that have happened to them, or they want to tell a great love story or whatever. And it's like, it seems like he just wrote this out of a very mean spirited, woman hating desire, and it just it's bad.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's it's really awful, isn't it? Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, this is just such an awful film. Genuinely, one of the worst things I've ever watched. In Unfortunately,
1: my life. though, it had a good soundtrack. And some of it was New Jersey specific Which made me wonder if he's from New Jersey And this is like his high school experience That genuinely happened to him Um, What,
0: Roger Roger Cumble? No, well the the
1: guy who wrote it Maybe a bit of both, I don't know
0: Um, So Roger Cumble is from New York So not too far away
1: Yeah, but that's the big city
0: So yeah, big city, yeah
1: He's not from the small towns That are half an hour's drive away
0: (laughs) Yeah, whereas given that his name is Adam Tex Davis, I assume he's from Texas. <laughs>
1: Who knows? Maybe. But um, <laughs> it used the song Hackensack by Fountains of Wayne, which is a brilliant song and is off their album Welcome Interstate Managers, which I think came out that year or around that time. But fun fact, that's the song on the album that comes immediately after Stacy's mum. And it's like a sad jam and kind of, yeah, it's a slightly downbeat melancholy, but... Um, reflective jam talking about if you ever get back to your hometown blah 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 and it's a lovely song and i love that album but it comes right after the big hit that everyone knows and it's like okay it's going in this direction now okay and you know the people who are willing to give it a try will sit there and listen and the idiots will go off and listening listen to something else and it's a really important song to me from that perspective and it was used in this film at the bit when he's like looking over the letters that he wrote to her, where it's like trying its hardest to make you feel sympathy for him. But then in the next scene, he's just a massive knob again. And it's like, you do not deserve to use that song, sir. You do not deserve <laughs> Fountains of Wayne's music. Um, or the Lemonheads or any of the other bands that I like that were on the soundtrack.
0: Very well. Was there any Springsteen? He's from Jersey, isn't he?
1: No, so he exactly. Missed Jersey. Opportunity. Missed <laughs> Opportunity. Yeah, the um, the Fountains of Wayne one was the only connection I think, um, oh, okay. but there was other songs on there: Ben Lee, Brendan Benson, all people that I like. So that was annoying. It felt like it it was deliberate, deliberately had a bit of an indie soundtrack and wasn't too super generic. But because it was such a bad film, I felt like all of that was wasted, and that somehow it was worse.
0: Uh, was there any Bon Jovi? Nope. <laughs> Uh, those are the two (laughs) just naming (laughs) (laughs) bands yeah you got Bruce Springsteen and you got Jonathan Bonathan Jovi
1: yeah John Bonathan (laughs) Jovi
0: Although of course his real name is is John Bon Jovi but Bon Jovi is one word isn't it yeah yeah it's Italian Bon Jovi yeah
1: Bon Jovi
0: Um, yeah um well that's a that's a missed opportunity isn't it could have had some Bon Jovi in here could have had some Springsteen yeah
1: and it living tries living to, it has a thing where he's like singing along to a like a, an 80s sounding jam, which is actually from the 90s, which is... Mm, that's where. And that's supposed to be like a funny romantic comedy trope. But because the film is so hateful, you just feel like you don't deserve nice songs.
0: Yeah. And did you see that over the credits, he was fat and singing it again?
1: Yeah, that's really funny. That's funny. It's funny when fat people sing. It's hilarious. It's,
0: that's why Pavarotti was so successful.
1: He Pavarotti is the greatest comedian of our time.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know that. Um, if that's why people turned out to see him, and you couldn't see it because he was so loud, but the entire audience when Pavarotti was singing was just howling with laughter. Yeah, they were loving it. Tears everywhere, tears of laughter. Funniest shit I've seen. Um, funniest shit in the world. Pavarotti, <laughs> go compare, man. Oh Fails my god, because guy. he's not fat enough.
1: Yeah. He's Otherwise
0: only halfway he'd be there. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's a Bon Jovi. So, <laughs> he's a Bon Jovi. Right. So is it time for a little bit of trivia? Uh,
1: what else do I have to say? Um, yes, it's time for trivia. I think I've said all my things. I've said my Mr. Rogers piece. <laughs> go and go and watch the film A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood in which Tom Hanks plays Mr. Rogers. It's a very interesting film.
0: Or watch a movie that's not about a massive nerd. <laughs> Well,
1: yeah, also that
0: it doesn't start to <laughs> no, Tom, Tom Hanks, I've, who always plays I've, massive nerds. I've I've heard that's really good, actually.
1: It um, is, it's, and it's not what you expect as well. It goes in very, very unexpected directions and has actually a surprising darkness at its heart, given the subject matter and the uplifting nature of what it presents on its surface. It's it's a very interesting film.
0: Oh, good stuff! I recommend you go all go and watch Possessor because Possessor was really good. Yeah. And all right there's I your two films after Did i it? needed that after watching this <laughs> better than to watch just someone's friends. i needed to watch someone's head be caved in by a fire poker by an assassin that's possessing someone else's brain <laughs> that's what i needed um anyway so a little bit of trivia for you it took four hours to put on the 12 pound face that ryan reynolds wears
1: wow that was Beast definitely worth it <laughs>
0: Totally worth it. Um, Anna Faris continually drank Red Bulls before filming to keep up the sort of aggressiveness and energy. Of course she um, did. Which is uh, which is, method acting, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's good. Nothing wrong with that.
0: Um, Alanis Morissette was going to be in a deleted scene. Well, it was going to be in a scene, but it was deleted.
1: Oh. Wait, so they shot it, but it didn't make it into the film?
0: Yes, apparently.
1: Well, that's terrible.
0: Um... Yeah, which would have well well done, Alanis Morissette, to avoiding being in this. Yeah, movie. that's
1: true. Actually, does she want that on her conscience? <laughs> Probably not.
0: <laughs> um, and this was filmed in Canada because of course. Unless she
1: can claim that she was being ironic.
0: Don't you think? <laughs> um but yeah, it's 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 filmed in Canada because all movies yeah. are filmed in
1: Canada. Moose Jaws. Yeah.
0: Um but yeah, so that'll that'll do. So how are we gonna rate this? Oh
1: god. <laughs> Um, how many kids are playing in the hockey game against you, where you lose and get a puck to the face?
0: Oh yeah, um, it's really embarrassing because there's only two kids. For me, two points for Anna Faris, nought points for anybody else. Yep. This that, film is that's that's totally awful. fair. I would agree it's with so that. It's so bad. I think it's I haven't so been updating
1: bad. our chart spreadsheet, so I need to go back and work it out. But I think that is the lowest we've scored anything.
0: Cool. I think that's well deserved.
1: Yep. Awful, and somehow trying to masquerade as a Christmas film as well, because it, all the stuff happens at Christmas when there's nothing like remotely festive. <laughs>
0: No, there's nothing about Christmas in this movie whatsoever. It's genuinely awful, and and they could have made a point out of that. And that's what annoys me is there could be a really a a funny movie about that that does play with the idea of returning home to a town and finding heart and warmth there. But instead, it's just full of dicks. Like that that would be a really funny send up of movies like Elizabeth Town or mm. um what's the one with Zach Braffin? oh Garden State oh my god Garden that's State. also a New stuff Jersey like that. thing yeah yeah stuff like that you could do a really funny send up of that where they go you know what fuck it I'm going back to the big city where people love me and I'm friends with my neighbours and we have dinner parties and everyone's friendly yeah. that kind of thing could be really funny but instead <laughs> it misses the mark there as well just fuck you just friends <laughs> Yep. Yeah. I hate you fuck this I hate film. you just
1: friends terrible
0: yeah get out yeah get out of get down the well
1: this is half the score that we gave William and Kate the movie. I've got the chart <laughs> in front of me.
0: Rightly so. Rightly so. Um, yeah, this is bullshit, and I'm glad it's over. Yeah. But Baywatch, I, I we never.
1: gave 3.5. So, yep, yeah, there you go. You gave it a four. I gave it a three. So, we both scored this even worse. <laughs>
0: We both hated this <laughs> more.
1: Okay, um, even... But it's even worse 50 Shades trilogy which we gave a 2.5 on average. So I gave it a 2, you gave it a 3.
0: I stand by that. 50 Shades is more entertaining than this.
1: Yeah, I think you I think you are right actually. At I least you revised my score.
0: You were teased by, you know, the potential of maybe seeing a little bit of shaft here and there in 50 Shades. There's <laughs> no such opportunity. Yeah. Uh,
1: poor old Isaac Hayes.
0: Um, so yeah, this movie sucks and you should not watch it. It's really bad.
1: This is terrible. And shame on Netflix for adding it to their catalogue when they could have ignored it.
0: (laughs) So genuinely people going, oh yeah, Just Friends is on Netflix. I'm really excited to watch it. Oh yay,
1: I loved that Christmas film when it came out 15 years ago.
0: (laughs) Exactly. It's hardly fucking, you know, it's hardly fucking Muppet's Christmas Carol, is it?
1: Yep. We watched that last weekend.
0: Oh, I'm jealous. That might have to be a this weekend watch yeah. for us.
1: It is always superb.
0: Good stuff. Right, so what have we got next? Well, we
1: we are going back to Netflix, even though I'm very annoyed at them for having this in their catalogue. Um, but the next one is hopefully going to be much better, which is The Princess Switch 2, switched again.
0: Yes, more Princess
1: Switch. We watched Love The Princess it. Switch two years ago. So unlike a Christmas Prince, where they churned out three in three years, and now they seem to not have any any coming, which is a shame. They had a year off, and now the Princess Switch Two is happening. So it's bound to be awesome. I am very excited because it's for Vanessa this. Hudgens who is wonderful.
0: Yeah, she plays a princess and a not princess. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> All right, I'm excited about this.
1: And that that guy who was in Nashville is in it as the prince. And that was good. <laughs> good That's time. my only memory of it. That she played two characters <laughs> and the guy from Nashville was in it as a prince. There we go. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited about this. And this, like, even if it really, really sucks, it could be nowhere near as as awful as just Friends. So,
0: yeah, it's impossible. It can't be.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I've received a text asking me what film is next. I'm trying to show you here. It's... The princess switch switched again. Are you sending me a gif of a man shaking his head? He's just on the other side of the door. She can see me. Oh, it's Tim Allen shaking his head. Okay.
0: Very good. Very yeah. good.
1: <laughs> well, I'm going to enjoy it anyway. Hell yeah. It looks great. And she, well, Although she was in that one the night before Christmas last year, wasn't she? Which was not great.
0: Yeah, with the knight from Norwich. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. That's great. So, English Nighty Knight from Norwich of yours, But <laughs> yeah, precisely. even that film was a thousand times better than Just Friends.
0: Yeah, it's just such a cruel movie. That's what got me. It's so cruel. Yeah, one There's of the no- most
1: mean spirited films I've ever watched.
0: Yeah, so Get a Fuck. Yeah. But not and I'm sorry for any of you listening who watched it in advance of this episode. <laughs> yes,
1: I genuinely I apologise. We can only apologise. Yeah. So yeah, there you have it. Merry Christmas, everyone.
0: <laughs> yeah, Merry Christmas, and yeah, we'll I'm, we'll be back next week. Keep the change,
1: about. you filthy animal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I was gonna let you, you. I always say you can say it. You can say the outro.
0: All right. I don't know the outro. Look <laughs> us at. Look at us on social media. Like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> give us your fucking money.
1: <laughs> rate, comment, and subscribe.
0: <laughs> yeah, give us your money. We've got a tip jar. We like money. Money's good. <laughs> Go, come and follow us on Twitter at Big Boys Don't Pod. And send us some emails. Yeah, we've got an email address. It's well good.
1: That's it. That that that's it. <laughs> that's Nailed exactly
0: it. right. Got it. One, one
1: take. Perfect. <laughs> take the rest of the day off.
0: <laughs> oh, I will. I will. um But yeah, <laughs> but yes. Genuinely, we love you. If you're listening to this, we, yeah, you you make us very happy, and we hope that you make we make you happy as well.
1: You are good people.
0: Yeah. Apart from Ryan Reynolds, if you're listening. You're not. I'm no, sorry. We tried, but this movie was bad.
1: Yeah, really not good. You're gonna have to work hard to make it up to us.
0: Yeah, give us give us some money. Bake us a cake.
1: You're gonna need to appear in Spring Break Wizard as the villain.
0: <laughs> yeah, come appear in Spring Break Wizard, and buy some nice players for Wrexham now that you co own it. Oh God,
1: yeah. That's so bizarre.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's what we need. Get, get, make sure Rexham is safe. Give Rexum all what, your fucking money. That's what you should do. That's what you should do, Ryan. And then yep. we'll love you again.
1: I just think you need to do a poster for Spring Break Wizard now.
0: <laughs> I do, don't I? <laughs> oh, dear.
1: All right. Well, Rob's going to go and make that poster. I'm going to go make a cup of tea. And we're going to be back next week to talk about the Princess Switch 2. Switched again.
0: All righty. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: He's a big red cherry He's jolly and hairy Everyone's laughing but he doesn't care He stays cool Ain't he cute? The man in the Santa suit